feel like we say the word charcuterie board way too often in this podcast. We, we I feel like do. there's like the third or fourth time it's probably, come up, which is do. at least two or three too many. <laughs> what is happening? And much love from West Texas. I'm happy to tell you that today we are brought to you by Texas MRI of Lubbock. Welcome to the podcast that will rank literally anything. I'm Mark Oatman, and with me today is your friend and mine, Jamie Tate. How's hey guys. it going, James? Oh, it's going, man. What are you ranking today, Jamie? I am ranking celebrities that should run for president. That's going to be a fun conversation because there's— And, I mean, it's pretty— <laughs> I can't decide if the list is real long or real short. I mean, the, the list, in my mind, is real short in, in all actuality. I think that we have proven that celebrities should be celebrities and presidential people should be presidential people. And I think they can kind of go both ways. I think Ronald Reagan was obviously great. He was a celebrity. I think there's been some successful ones. Arnold think, Schwarzenegger was not a president, but, but he, he was, was a great governor, wasn't yeah, he? yeah. We won't talk about Donald Trump. I think this. I want to divide the listeners. Can we please avoid that? <laughs> but everyone's got an opinion on that. So uh, I think it'll be a fun little conversation to have. I think it'll be funny and fun. Okay. I like it. Um, and then today, I like mine today too, actually. Mine today is going to be the best grocery store aisles. Oh, I love that. This actually, I think. Oh, that's that a good one. They might have gotten these topics backwards today. Maybe not. I, I mean, I think your topic about celebrity presidents could go either way. Right. I I feel like grocery store aisles is really probably more suited for you. Just that you are more of a you're more into the grocery store than I. You I, like to do the grocery shopping. I do virtually no grocery shopping. I think it's good though because I'll have opinions on yours, and I think you'll probably have some opinions on mine. Yeah, you'll you'll probably be able to. You're probably going to defeat me in this. You're probably going to be able to like just really pick apart my arguments and come up with some better stuff because I'm not – I don't have one-tenth of the grocery store experience as you. Well, you have people for that, and I don't. So oh, I, yes, I, have, I have my people for that. I've got to go to the grocery store and shop for my family, and, and you have people for that. So are you going to be – let's just figure this out. You Let, go do you first. Wanna flip? Let's flip for it. You go first because I think mine's going to last longer. Okay, that's fine. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm not sure why you think either. yours is going to last longer. I don't either. But I don't mind going first. I just feel like you're going to have – because I'm going to throw out some names and you'll be able to talk Listen, about I, it. Listen, I didn't come in here scared today. Okay. I came in ready. Okay. So, uh, okay, I'm going to start. Best grocery store aisles. This was uh, – there are a lot of good ones, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. And there's not – the bad ones aren't that bad. No. Uh, but there are a lot of good ones. So I'm I mean, there's – <sighs> Okay, go. Let's just get into it. Let's just we'll talk just about the grocery store to begin with. I love the grocery store. It's one of my favorite places in the entire world. I, I know that you do. Like your idea of a fun Saturday or Sunday afternoon is to go and spend like over an hour at the grocery store or That's Costco right. or something like that That's right. and walk every like, hour. when you when you go to the grocery store you you do. Am I right about this? You walk every single if I have aisle. if I, mean, I, if I have, have the time, time to yes I'm going to walk every single aisle. Okay, so if you're going in and you're like, I'm a pull- Madison seems like, hey, we need some milk, yeah. you're going just grabbing milk. Right. But if you're going on Saturday afternoon, you have the afternoon, you're just going every aisle. Exploring. I'm cruising, and I'm cruising, and I'm probably pulling stuff off the shelf and reading about it. Yeah, you come. also you also like to go to real bougie grocery stores. I do. I love that. You too. are you're not bougie in everything, but you are bougie yeah. in your grocery store. Now that being selection. said, I also like 
I like dirty grocery stores too. I like all grocery stores. It's not like okay. There's a grocery store you you were there in Port Aransas. That grocery store is disgusting. That's probably my favorite grocery store I've ever been in. Did you? Did you ever? I didn't go, go in to there? the grocery store. Okay. There. They got like a little IGA or whatever down mm-hmm. there, and it's like old school, small town, scummy, fun, and I loved it. Like it's big and it's got mm-hmm. everything in there that you could possibly think of, but the ceilings are real, real low. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I love so, it. So you know, in Texas. I think there's a. Can you hear the excitement in my voice talking about? I can. In Texas, uh, it sure feels to me, at least, like there's a pretty big divide between United people Mm -hmm. and HEB people. In Lubbock, Texas, for sure. And for a long time in Lubbock, we only had United up until fairly recently, and we got HEB. Right. And so we have this United and HEB section factions of our community, and I'm I. I'm not really either one because I don't go to the grocery store that much. I think they're both great. <laughs> Are you a United or an HEB person? I don't – I mean, I'm kind of both. I think I'm so used to United because it's been here for so long. It's the only place I've ever shopped really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been to HEB a couple times, and it's it's kind of overwhelming. It's very big. They have a lot of uh, Texas stuff. Like yeah. they've got Texas I'll, produce and all this stuff, which is pretty cool. So I'm kind of wrapping my mind around HEB. It's still a little bit overwhelming for me, and I still – Still usually go to United because yeah. I just know it. I mean, I know well, it well, I don't go to the grocery store a lot. I mean, I've been enough that if I go into a United here in town, I have a pretty good idea where most things are. Yeah. Uh, or at least can get close to it. And, that's, and it's kind of you can go to any United and yeah. you know kind of where stuff is. And then I've been to that HEB, the new one, just a couple times. And I didn't have much on my left. Five or six Ooh. things. And it might have taken me 45 minutes Dude. to find five or six things in there. I mean, it's. And I don't know if it's because it's bigger or if it's just because I don't know it or now, both. Kind of going back to what we just said, if I'm if I have time and I'm not like going to get stuff and get back to the house, being lost in a grocery store, pretty high up there for me. Kind of yeah. Unless it. you're a kid, did yeah, how many? Scary. I used to get lost in the grocery store a lot when not I was shocking. a kid, and they'd have to like call my name for the mm-hmm. front. I'd always get so scared. I always got lost in the, your mom. like in the department store. I'd get in the circle. You know, oh yeah, get inside the racks. Yeah. And then your mom would go off somewhere else and that's scary. Yep. The one thing I'll say about the only argument that I have for United versus HEB on either side, I think they're probably both great. I think prices, I think, are similar. I think they have a lot of similar products. Mm -hmm. At United, they take your card out for you and take it back. Mm-hmm. At HEB, you're you're walking your own cart out there and then taking your cart back to the cart corral mm-hmm. or back up front. Mm-hmm. And you know my distaste for inconveniences. And you know that I think that that's more convenient. How would that ever be more convenient? Because I don't want to talk to the cart person. I you don't, don't to... have to oh, talk dude, to them, they James. They talk to me every time. Every time. Play hey, deaf. How... Play deaf. <laughs> Just sign back to them. They I don't, don't know how to sign. I don't them. have that in my... Repertoire. I'm always I engage every time, and I'm just so regretful. I'm like, God, I should have gone to HEP. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. I don't. I, one, I don't mind talking to him on the way out there, but also I don't. I do not want to take that cart back after I've already put my. I mean, there's it. a kid who asked me to open my front door to look inside of my truck one time, and what? He, was, he was like, "My granddad's got one of these, and I've been thinking about getting one." But I'm like, "Bro, I, you gotta go. <laughs> this is insane." <laughs> I mean. Okay. It's a lot. Uh, well, I'll get into it. So I I did have a hard time putting these in order. So I have a top three, but I'm not real – on number two and three, I'm not real convinced on which one should go where. Number three, I think that you will definitely be on board. I think you're going to be on board with 
for sure number three and two on my list. But okay. number three is the condiment aisle. Mm-hmm. Condiments are awesome. Mm-hmm. And you get a lot of variety mm-hmm. in the condiment aisle compared mm-hmm. to some other aisles. Like you go to, you know, I don't know. You go to a lot of aisles and like the meat or whatever. Right. I mean, okay, yeah, you can get a bunch of different kinds of meat. It's all kind of the same though, right? I mean, I'm saying like there might be several brands of right. ground beef, but ground beef is kind of ground beef, yeah. right? Yes. Where the condiments, you get the mustards, you get the mayonnaises, you get all kinds of like hot sauces and weird stuff from other countries that I don't even know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like even like mustard is not just mustard. Right. And mayonnaise is not just mayonnaise. I mean, there's different. Dukes, the yes, Miracle Whip. I love the condiment aisle. I could I spend too. a long time there. I like the condiment aisle too. It's it's a. I always end up at the condiment aisle because there's ranch and there's ranch packets and yeah. there's and I like sandwiches a lot. Yeah, and so it's always a big deal. Like what? Mostly it's mustards Mustard. and mayonnaise. Yeah. Mayonnaise. 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 Manna. I believe it's manna. <laughs> it's manna. Mustard Usually it's manna. mustard and manna. Uh, and, and that I'm looking at, and I know you have. I, and I don't. I get something different every time. I don't have like a go-to mustard, a go-to mayonnaise, right. or, or go-to any kind of condiment except for ketchup, which is only Heinz. Right. If you're using something besides Heinz on ketchup, get out of here. Or or, or Whataburger. If you're yeah. doing something besides Heinz or Whataburger brand ketchup, you need to reevaluate your decision-making process. That's correct. Especially if it's Hunt's. Dude, Hunt's you is walk garbage. In, if you walk in, there's a Hunt's house. You need to get out of there. Because you're walking into a serial killer house. A hunt's is bad. It's not as bad as Del Monte, though. I've never had Del Monte. I don't even like uh, ketchup of course you that haven't. much. But of course you haven't. I mean, I don't even like ketchup <laughs> that much. But Heinz has got to be the Heinz, Heinz has and, to be the one. And Whataburger, obviously. Okay, what about ranch? And they have all the dressings. Ranch? What kind of ranch are you going with? Hidden you going Valley, with dude. Hidden Valley it's or crazy. buttermilk? Buttermilk, but I make my own. So I, I get the buttermilk packets, and I don't get the regular packets because okay. they don't taste the same. But I go buttermilk packets, two of them, a cup of of uh, Duke's mayonnaise and a cup of buttermilk. That okay. is the best ranch dressing. That is that is Wingstop ranch dressing. For those of you at home listening, you learned something new today. Okay. I'm going to trust your judgment on this. You you between the two of us, you would be the ranch expert. Yeah, uh, like ranch. But okay, if it's out of the I, bottle, it's just original, just original Hidden Valley. Hidden Valley. Yeah, yeah. And, and my then, wife, and that's what my wife gets every time. Okay, and then I, but I also I think that you have specific mustards and mayonnaises that you. Manai. Specific Manai. Yeah. Just Dukes. That you also, Dukes? Yeah, we only do Dukes. Okay, where's that Where's that out of? I believe Georgia, but I'm not positive on that. That sounds about right. It's in the you. South, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And do we have a go-to mustard, or are you just rolling with any mustard? I, I love all mustards, but French's mustard is just French's just yellow mustard. yellow mustard? Yeah, is really, really a staple. I yeah, that's that. the go-to. I like the like brown spicy yeah. every once in a while. I like the, the whole grain. Like, I love mustard. All, the honey Dijon, or not mm-hmm. honey Dijon, but uh, Grey Poupon. Like, I Grey love Poupon. Grey Poupon. I used to think that, I like, based off the commercials for mm-hmm. that when I was a kid, I thought that Grey Poupon was, like, if you had that Thousand at your house, bottle. if you had that at your house, you were you were wealthy. <laughs> Your dad had worked hard. Yeah. <laughs> I love Grape Pond, dude. I don't know if I've ever had it. Oh, it's so good. You love it. I'm sure I would. I like all kinds of mustard. I love horseradish. Is that what it is? Yeah. Like horseradish so. mustard? It's good, dude. You'd love I thought it was more like a honey mustard. No, it's the spicy. Honey mustard's good, though. Honey mustard's delicious. Okay, so you're you're going to be I like the, I like the condiment. condiments? Yeah, I like the condiment owl. Okay. I'm not sure if it's top three, but I like the condiment owl. Okay. Number two. You can't live out of the condiment owl. No, you cannot you live out of the It's just a fun owl. Yeah. Yeah. It's not 
you're not going there for the staples. No, obviously that is. I mean, it's, it's like the icing on the cake. It's right. that's the fun aisle. Right. Uh, and then number two, and this is. I don't know if anybody's going to agree with this besides me, but this for me is is for sure one. And that's it's not really an aisle, but I'm going to count it anyway. But the deli, yeah, the deli is the best. I man. love the deli, dude. And I will. This is not going to play well. Mm-hmm. Here we I go. know it. Here it comes. Here we go. However, I am I am a snob about lunch meat. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I'm a lunch meat snob. I, yeah, I really. I mean, I'll eat whatever mm-hmm. if it comes down to it. If I come to your house and you make me a sandwich, I'm not asking you what kind of lunch meat you have. I'm just right. eating it happily. This is boar's head. But, yes. <laughs> but if I'm going to the store, we're buying boar's head. <laughs> well, I mean, it's better. And I've said this before. You do come from money. And so I understand. <laughs> Such an a-hole. No, I'm the you're same. The one, you're the one with these stacks of gray poop on at your house. <laughs> I'm kind of the same way, man. I, I, I will eat. My wife prefers the other. Like really? out of the deal. The other feels like slimy or mm-hmm. something to me. It just feels fake. Like it feels like it's less. Well, first of all, I definitely don't want anything prepackaged. Right. I mean, don't. Get, yes, I will eat it. But yeah. I would definitely prefer something cut and not something that's just prepackaged. The prepackaged stuff always feels slimy to right. me for some reason. No, I agree. I'm a, I'm a big. I, I want my meat cut. Like I yeah. like getting it thinly sliced and the, mm-hmm. all the different kinds of. Oh, and they have Black so many different kinds of those boarhead oh, turkeys so and good. oven roasted mm-hmm. chicken and mm-hmm. buffalo chicken and roast beef, mm-hmm. uh, olive loaf. Oh, I know yeah. you're trying to eat a lot of olive, olive loaf, loaf, aren't you? Delicious. <laughs> you can go over there and get a big old thick slice of bologna if you want to. Like yeah. an incher. Do you like bologna? I love bologna, dude. I do too. Fried especially. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that which is weird because it seems like the something dog, that yeah. neither one of us would like, but mm-hmm. I do like it. Um but the deli is just good. And I'll also like cheese. Get your fresh yeah. cheese slice. Yes, and I get my there. cheese slice there too. Mm-hmm. And the cheese, I mean, I like the boarheads cheese, but I can I'm less snobby about my even though I love cheese, right. I'm less snobby about my deli cheese. Well, and then you'll I have like meat. over there in the deli section they'll have like relishes and olives and all sorts of they'll usually have like salami and stuff oh, like, like that. Stuff for a charcuterie yeah. board. Yeah. I feel like we say the word charcuterie board way too often in this podcast. I feel like there's like the third or fourth time it's come up, which is at least two or three too many. (laughs) But yeah, I I also outside of just liking what they serve at the deli, because a sandwich is a lot of people that are listening know is is my favorite meal. So that is one of the reasons I like the deli. But I also really like. I like the process just as much as I like what I'm actually getting. I like that there's someone back there in the white coat and I get to tell them what I want mm-hmm. and then they pick it up and they, you know, and I tell them how thick I want it and yeah. watch them cut it. Watching those things is awesome. I want a meat shaver so bad. You know what the best part of it is, though, every time? What, they'll let you try it? Oh, yeah. You always tell them. Like, hey, can yeah, I try just a little, slice of that? Just a little thinner. I'll try that one. I'll have that one. Yeah. Can you do it a little bit thinner? But I'll take that one in the meantime. <laughs> That shaver is awesome. Oh, yeah. Makes me real nervous. I'm always nervous someone's going to hurt themselves on it, but no one ever does. That's what they do. They do the shaver thing at uh, what's the sandwich shop that I'm thinking of that does the uh, Jersey Mike's. They shave oh, yeah. the meat in front of you there, which I that's why I like it the most. Yeah. Uh, but the process at the deli is cool, huh? Yeah, I love it. Okay. You ready for my number one? I'm ready for your number okay, one. Okay, and I don't think you would have thought of this. I think this is going to be a sleeper pick, but I think you're going to be on board with it. This is the dark horse of the grocery store, and it is the end cap. Mm. The end cap is 
awesome, dude. I don't know, man. Why? It's, what do you mean you don't know? It's always a bunch of tricked up stuff. Yes, which is why I like it. It's like all the it's a bunch of new stuff no. or like promotions <laughs> or like deals, buy one, get one free. Like the and it's always it's not the rest of the grocery store is predictable, right? Uh-huh. You see the aisle, it tells you what's there, and you go down there. I don't necessarily like predictable life. That seems kind of boring. The end caps is like a complete wild card. You never know what you're going to get. You just like walk down that center section and every, I mean, it might be toilet paper on the road, but then you get to the end cap and it's some sort of cool new Dr. Pepper that you didn't even know existed until just now or the latest brand of flaming whatever Doritos. I mean, there's all kinds of good stuff on the end caps. It's the most exciting portion of the grocery store. You never know what you're going to get. It changes all the time. This is like a nice little surprise. It's stuff that jumps out at you. I, pre- I, I appreciate your vigor for the end caps. And, and, and yes, it, is, it does change, but it's, it's always very tricked up. Like, I don't need another <laughs> flaming hot something. Yeah, and but I, I, like, I like tricked up stuff. I, I like to trick it up to keep uh, it interesting. Can you exciting. imagine if you had to just go one time to the grocery store and all you could buy was end cap goods? <laughs> could, you, could you live for one year – off of only end cap grocery store items. Do I get end cap in the freezer section too? Like the end cap freezers because they have like two freezers at the end and they'll put tricked up stuff in there too. They, okay, I'll, I don't really remember that or I mean, I think it, but I think I could probably pull it. But like you can't get eggs, you can't get – Your diet's going to be bad. You're yeah, eating a bunch of chips and Cokes and tortillas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the deal. It's always exactly what you just said. Yeah, chips, chips and cokes and tortillas. And tortillas and cokes. And occasionally some candy yeah. or some, some beef jerky every now and then. Mm-hmm. Which I love beef jerky. Yeah. <laughs> or like maybe some weird sort of ads, as seen on TV yeah. contraption. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess you could live for a year. I don't think I'd want to. I don't think I'd. Well, enjoy of course it. you wouldn't want I don't to. Think I'd, but like that, that's the end cap. I don't, I, it's just too much. It's a lot. What the about- end cap is very, like, American idiocracy yes, driven, it is. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It absolutely is. I would say if something is titled, if something it has is the, flavor blasted it, it's in the, its name, it's the Mountain there's like Dew. a 90% chance it's on the end cap. It's the Mountain Dew of a grocery store aisles. No, it's not. It's the surge <laughs> yeah, of, the, of the grocery there store aisles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so th- that's my top. Three and I've got a bunch of other honorable mentions yeah. here, good and bad. But I want to hear your thought. I, I want to hear. I'm going to do this right now. This is a new thing we're going to start doing. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to. We're just going to call it the hot seat. The hot seat. Yes. So you, you're being put on the hot seat right now. Uh-huh. And I want rapid fire, not a lot of explanation, but it's off the top of your head. Your top three grocery store aisles. Okay. Meat counter. Okay. Wine. Okay. Chips. Okay, I like it. I, I mean, those would all been on mine. I had, uh, I had beverage aisle just mm-hmm. in general, which I, you know, like it, the United we go to or that I go to typically. It's there's wine, beers, sodas, right. bottled water, Powerade, whatever. They're all right there together. Right. So I beverage was real high on mine. Also, yeah. just didn't quite make the cut. Chips was hard for me to leave off, and I was talking to my team about it before we came up here, and 
and they chips all, is an aisle you can get lost in, dude. It is, and much like the condiment aisle, there's so many varieties mm. and like so many different things are all unique. It's I was, not all the you'll, same. You'll thing. appreciate this actually. I bought something off the end cap this last this last week. Oh, weekend. good for you. I was going to the chip aisle because I was like, I bet they have some weird stuff here that I've never even heard about because it's H E B and they mm-hmm. have all their own brand stuff. And I got a they're cheese puffs. They're like Cheetos puffs, but they were Reaper pepper. What? Uh, cheese puff, like the Reaper pepper, the hot pepper. Reaper? Yeah. Pepper. Carolina Reaper pepper cheese Oh, puffs. like a, not pepper, like a pepper shaker, like no. a jalapeno yeah. pepper chili pepper. And they were so good, dude. Were they? So good. Like kind of, it sounds kind of like a Chester's hot fry. Yeah, but it's, it's not that hot right on the front like the hot fries are. It's, mm-hmm. it's like. You eat three or four of them, you're like, these aren't even hot at all. And then you but have the hiccups. Comes after you. Three minutes later. Gotcha. Popcorn's on that aisle. So that that aisle is similar to me to the cereal aisle. Yeah. The cereal aisle's also awesome. You get a bunch fun. of different varieties. It's kind I of don't a eat fun much aisle. cereal. It doesn't resonate with me, I guess, as much as the chip aisle because I love chips. I mean, I, cereal's not real great. For mm-hmm. you, if you're trying to watch your figure, I don't right. think so. I intentionally don't keep much of it around the house because I I love it. I'll eat like I'll do pretty good. Like I'll eat pretty healthy all day. Right. Eat like a normal number of calories for a grown man, <laughs> and then like from ten to midnight, I'll eat seven bowls of cereal wills, or something stupid like off. that. Yeah, if I keep it around, so I've got to keep it not around. Slade, when we were grow- when we were in uh, college, would get a box of cinnamon toast crunch and a gallon of milk, and he would finish the box of cinnamon toast crunch sitting there. Watch TV. it does not surprise. I don't know. I mean, in college, I got it because he played yeah. football on how he stayed fit. Now I don't think that he works out and stuff. Yeah, but I bet he doesn't eat like that anymore either. Yeah, probably not. Lindsay probably doesn't allow that. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine. Frozen food section is awesome. I love the. Fro- I was going to say that. I, I think that if you gave me like an area of the grocery store, I could do without. If we're taking out like the, I mean, you got to have the produce and the fresh. I mean that. If you but could- I could probably do without the frozen section. Like I could probably live without the frozen section. I love it. There's yeah, I love really it, but we things. could probably live without it because, I mean, you can go to buy fresh meat, fresh fruit, yeah. fresh vegetables, what, and it doesn't have to be frozen. The one, th- <clears throat> the main thing you're going to miss out on, I think, is going to be ice, like cream. ice cream yeah. and ice cream-related products. Which would be sad. When I was a kid, anything in the frozen food section, that was my least favorite aisle. I would always ride on the bottom of the cart, mm-hmm. not in the little seat, but I'd always ride underneath it and right. sit down there. And my mom would go through and... I would dread going to the frozen food section because I'd get so cold. I'd be like <laughs> shivering. I'd hate the frozen food section. I mean, my favorite aisle of all aisles, and it'll always go back to this, is the cold produce room at Costco. That yeah, is we, that circle room when you get in there and make that circle. They've always got really good stuff in there, and it's freezing cold. Most like, of you just it. like it because of the temperature. Yeah, but they also have cool stuff in there. They always have something different. It's always – a lot of the same staples, but then they, you know, how Costco changes stuff all mm-hmm. the time. They'll have some really cool stuff. I love that room. Okay. Here's two sneaky good ones. Okay. The bread aisle is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But don't yeah me like yeah. that, like it's nothing. I mean, you don't like the bread aisle? It's just bread, dude. It's just a lot of bread. It is a lot of bread, but bread is delicious just, and there's lots of different kinds of it. It's just a lot of bread. Dude. I guess you. Uh, and maybe it's for me. I'm picking out different kind of sandwich breads, but I like the bread all. I think that's underrated. I get the same bread every time, so that's why I'm. It's, I'm okay, yeah. If you're bread, getting the same bread every yeah. time, why do you? It, I yeah. wouldn't care either. Yeah. That's why I like 
for me, one of the worst aisles I had is the paper goods aisle. Mm -hmm. Like, I can come down here and pick out some paper plates and some trash bags and some toilet paper. paper I mean, a year ago, you couldn't find anything in the aisle. But that's a a boring, crappy aisle. Yeah. And, like, for me, we buy the same thing or don't care what brand we get or even know. So it's not that exciting. I forgot to get butter last time I was at United, so I had to go back and get it. So I went all the way to the end of the store and went up that aisle. Mm-hmm. Found myself in the women's product aisle. That's a aisle that I'm. I don't need to be in ever again. <laughs> yeah, no, especially I, I don't mind. Like, I mean, you have, the one that I go to, the women's aisle is right by like the toothbrushes and yeah. deodorant and stuff, yeah. which actually is not a bad. I don't like the women's portion of it, but the toiletries. Yeah, aisle, good aisle. like I like going and looking at new toothbrushes and razors and shaving cream. I find myself in the baby section, like getting like those baby pouches and doing all that stuff for Gus. And I don't know. I feel like it's it's way more expensive at like the grocery store to get things like that to get your daily goods there than it is at normal like places. Walmart but, or Target or something. Yeah, I guess. I, I think so. I may be wrong. I don't know. Do they do they still have like a toy aisle at the grocery store? Yeah, like it, one, like toy. kind of like a scaled down mm-hmm. half or quarter aisle. And they got or like some like school stuff, pencils. Yeah, and is that usually books? like the yeah. same place as like the kind of bare minimum yeah. school and office supplies yeah. aisle? Yeah. One more aisle that I'll cover that I think is a sneaky good aisle. This is going to be the longest podcast yeah, it is. ever. Yeah, it is going to be the longest one. But the seasonal aisle. Seasonal aisle is pretty seasonal, good. That is a good aisle. Yeah. I mean, you get this one that has Halloween candy here in October. It's got at United, the Valentine's you know, when you stuff, St. Patrick's Day stuff, whatever. And they got all those dips and like the charcuterie stuff in that one section. And it's mm-hmm. like where the pimento cheese dip and all that stuff is, uh-huh. that's a good little spot right there. Yeah, that, but that's more of a kiosk yeah. than an aisle. Yeah, that's true. But I guess I called the deli an aisle, too, mm-hmm. so we can count it. But um, I, that's got me. I, that co- Oh, the last one, the, and this is the worst one to me, mm-hmm. is that is the register impulse buy aisle. Mm-hmm. All the magazines Ugh. and the candy and all the gum and your all the crap up there. everything. Yes. You Dude. get to the grocery store and you're waiting in line and your kids are grabbing every single thing and asking if they can have it and rearranging it. Mm. That is the biggest whip of an aisle there is. You know where they don't have that? H-E-B probably? No. At the, at the self-checkout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, well, if that's all we've got for grocery talk, I'm going to cut us out. We'll get to a little break where our listeners can, uh, our lovers can enjoy (laughs) a little ad from our sponsors or possibly a little bit of elevator music. Much love from West Texas, and we'll be right back. All right, guys, our good friend Josh Abbott is having an event here in Lubbock, Texas. It's the My Texas Gala that kind of represents and donates money to Jab Cares. And through Jab Cares, they'll donate all that money back to Lubbock. And so that money is going to stay here. The event's going to be held at the Cotton Court Hotel, and it is October 14th, 2021 at 6 p.m. The attire is Cocktail Plus. I'm not even sure what that means, but it sounds very, very, very fancy. But again... Everything stays in Lubbock. All, all 100% of the proceeds will stay in Lubbock. And the dates, again, are October 14th at 6 p.m. To purchase tables, they're going quick. Half have been sold already. Email tabbott at jabcares.org. It's T-A-B-B-O-T-T at jabcares.org. Grab your tickets. They're going quick. 
And a big, big thank you to Josh for coming on the podcast and also playing at that deal will be the Panhandlers. It'll be their first time to play live in Lubbock. See you then. All right, guys, we've got a new sponsor today. It's Texas MRI of Lubbock. I'm not sure if you've ever had to get an MRI before. I have when I snapped my knee trying to dunk on an eight-foot goal. But Texas MRI Lubbock is locally owned and operated. They're here in Lubbock at 3501 22nd Street behind Covenant Hospital. I'm not sure if you know this. A lot of hospitals will send you to their own MRI clinics or whatever, and you have to go there. It's much more expensive. It's much more time-consuming. It's hard to get in. Call Texas MRI of Lubbock. They'll get you in faster. It's cheaper. And also, on the back end of that, which I didn't even really realize this, but they use Blue Star Radiology. Their radiology team is the same radiology team that looks at all of the MRIs for the Dallas Cowboys. So you've got great radiologists reading your MRIs. Check them out. If you got to get an MRI, it's Texas MRI of Lubbock, located at 3501 22nd Street behind Covenant Hospital. Thanks. All right, folks, we're back. Told you we would be right back. We're going to jump into it real quick so we can get you back to what you were doing before you started listening to this. I am talking today, I am ranking celebrities that should run for president. And I don't think that it's really that should run for president. I think it's ones that would get votes is really what I is, is how I'm ranking. I don't yeah, you're really ranking think, it not based off of who you think would do the best job, but right. who you think the most likely to secure a victory would be. Correct. Okay. That's what I'm doing. And gotcha. and I, I think that's a better list right. than the other anyway, because who's to say? Okay, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start number three, work my way back down. Again, <laughs> let's not make this political, please. This is not political. This is not a political conversation. Yeah, people do you have are, like everybody's voting record yeah. on there that you're about to bring up? The, people that are <laughs> people that are listening, we're not endorsing these people, we're not doing it, we're just having a conversation, so chill out. God, there's nothing a, worse than political yes, talk and political adversaries or whatever the right word is. Okay, so number one on my list. You mean number three? Number three on my Thank list. Thank you. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> he's old, though. I mean, he's 86 it, years old now. He's too old now. He's probably too old now. I would agree with that. But I think Clint Eastwood has lived some damn life. I'd agree with that. For sure. And I think that in his prime or even in his, what do they call them, his silver years, mm-hmm. I think yes. But man, it's been about the last movie I think I saw him in was The Mule. And he looked like he was about to crumble into dust at any point in time. Right. I mean, he looks like if I came up and like just kind of thumped him the right way, Right. That I could sweep him up with a broom and dustpan pretty quick. I think for for me, like him, I think people young and old all resonate with. I think Clint Eastwood kind of matters still. Mm-hmm. Probably not real young, but I'd say our age. I would up. say our age and up. For our, sure. age, our age and up. And and I think that he's one of the most like even like, even minded people when it comes to like his politics. It's, and he's, something about him just seems. Real American, yeah, for, for lack American. of a better yeah. term, he just seems—he's like, almost like a libertarian. Like he's—he'll go one like way on one he's thing. He's like and, his own piece of Americana. I agree, and that's why I think he eighty-six is too old. But if he did it when he was seventy, yeah, I can see that. I think he—he'd have an opportunity. I think he'd be pretty good at it too, just because of 
I mean, he's run businesses. He's run all sorts of things. He's liberal in some areas. He's very conservative in some areas. I, mean, I have no idea. And we need some. We need a little bit of that. But anybody that's I'm for anybody that's balanced. Yes, not we need on a little bit of extreme. That. That's right. Yeah, okay. I, I I don't hate that. I do think he's too old. Yeah, and I don't. It's for me. I have a hard time separating the characters actors play from their actual real life personalities. Right. But I would say most of the characters that he plays are like strong alpha males, stoic, tough. But then always like, at the end, like good hearted, good hearted, yeah. Like caring and all those things. Okay. I like Clint Eastwood. So Clint Eastwood, my number two, and I think this is one that's been talked about kind of ad nauseum, and he he may run for president. I don't know. But is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I mean, what? that dude, uh, people have talked about him running for president. Like, he, people Who? just love it. Everybody, like the, if you just I've Google, never heard anybody. Google Rock running for president. Like, there is hundreds of articles about it. And they but people why? have asked him. Because he's so well loved, just because like he's likable. Everyone loves him. Everyone relates to him. He's kind of everybody's hero. He's a big, giant, hardworking he is a human big, being. Giant, good-looking man. I'll tell you that. There's no one who works harder than that guy. He gets up every morning at four, and like he's a social media legend. I think he's got a hundred million followers on on like Instagram. Like he's a huge deal. I guess I didn't realize this. I guess I don't have enough. Dwayne the Rock Johnson talk uh, or or knowledge. Most of my knowledge about him is the People's Eyebrow. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with that. Do you smell with the rocks cooking and the Tooth Fairy movie. Is it if you smell with the rocks cooking or do you smell with the rocks cooking? And what is can you smell what the rock is cooking? What is he cooking? <laughs> the People's Eyebrow. That the People's Elbow. What is People's Eyebrow? I don't I know. think it's the people's elbow, but he raises his eyebrow when he does it. But how do you smell that? I don't understand that whole thing. I think he should be disqualified <laughs> from presidency for this. I, I just don't know enough about him. To be honest with you, the, he – I don't know about him. He annoys me, I think. Mm. Yeah, I think that he annoys me. I mean, like in Fast and the Furious movies, I think he's just in a bunch of stuff that I'm not into. That's fine, and I don't agree with that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's a bad guy. Yeah. I just think that he is in a bunch of movies that I don't care about watching at all. I think he's like the highest paid actor in the world. Like when he goes to a movie, it's fifty million dollars. You just get that home. could be right, but it's stupid if it isn't is. That, isn't that crazy? Yes. No, I don't. I don't. I'm like hundred. I'm a hundred ish percent sure on that one. Like he's he's the one. I'm going to look that up. That's going to shock me if that's true. I wouldn't have guessed that he was in the top 20. Yeah. Oh, oh, dude. He commands a box office. Really? Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, how has Vin Diesel? I don't know. I think he's only in one movie every two Every years. Fast and the Furious, yeah, which isn't that the, gross, the, the yeah. highest grossing oh, series ever or something? Vin Diesel's doing okay. We don't need to worry about Vin Diesel. But, like, I think The Rock gets paid $40 million for Jumanji and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just feel so poor all the time. <laughs> okay, so Rocket number two. He's got his own tequila company. He does all the under. Like he's got his own line of Under Armour equipment that he works at. Like he's the the bull or whatever. So I mean, I, mean, I can see him just being big alpha male type guy. I can see him being somewhat presidential. I he's got see. daughters. He does a bunch of charity work. He gives. He gives. He gives. He's a big giver. Like he's a. People would get behind the rock. I'm just saying that. Okay. Like, this is the one guy on the list that I think 
could actually potentially win the presidency. Okay, let's see. I know who number one should be. Let's see if you get it right or not. Oh, God. You but know who I number, know one, who should number be? one should be without question. <laughs> this is making me very uncomfortable that you know. Because okay. it's not even kind of close. Okay. Well, th- it's not going to be the guy that I'm about to say. But I think that this guy, I mean, he's very passionate about the things that he talks about. He's also very, very smart. But John Stewart. I thought you were going to say me. No. Oh. No. <laughs> but John Stewart. No, dude. I hate him. What are you? I mean, again, this isn't a political conversation. This is not political discourse. I'm just talking about a guy who is fairly well-informed. I will say that. He is well-informed. <clears throat> and knows what he's talking about, whether you agree or disagree with him. But like, I'm not he, saying that I agree or disagree. Right. I just think he's an a-hole. Well, I mean— I think he's a jerk is why I wouldn't— Yeah, but I think that we need a little bit of that. I think we need a little bit of just forthrightness in government. People I just, think we had that on the last one, and there weren't many people happy with it. <laughs> it was pretty forthright. I think he, was, I think he had plenty the, of jerk in him. I think it was half the country was happy with him. Yeah. So, I mean, I think John, have you have you like seen John Stewart's rant or not rant, but his speech for the 9/11 survivors? No. The families of 9/11. Google that. Everyone that's listening to this, if you're still listening to this, Google that. Like that to me, it's so impassioned and it's so right. Whether you are a liberal or a conservative, a Republican or Democrat, you listen to him talk there and you're like, "Yeah, this is crazy. This is crazy that that isn't just the the way it should be." And yeah, I, I'm not gonna agree with him. One, I, I, you know, I don't watch his show all the time. I don't I, listen to all his. I don't stuff, think so does he even know. have a show anymore. I don't think he has a show anymore. Yeah, because the Daily Show is somebody else hosts it now. Trevor Noah. Yeah, and Colbert's but, now the <clears throat> yeah. other guy. But regardless, I just don't. One, I may be wrong about this, but I, I think that he is. I would not classify him as middle of the road. I wouldn't think. I think that he, no. I think that he leans pretty far left. The hundred percent, and that's not and that's not to say that being on the left is wrong. Mm-hmm. But I would just say that you and I would both prefer someone pretty more in the middle. Than right. I would prefer somebody more other. moderate for sure. And but I also, I, man, I just like seeing him do interviews and like the way he talks about people when he's reporting. He just seems like an a hole to me. <clears throat> Here's the other thing that I think I would enjoy: somebody who's brilliant. Somebody who's brilliant being the president, I think, would be. Cool. Who do you think the smartest president we've ever had was? Oh, man. George W. Bush. <laughs> I'm joking. He's my favorite, though. Uh, w is everybody's favorite. Smartest. Right? Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'll tell you the most impressive Jefferson is, is Teddy damn, Roosevelt. Yeah, Teddy Roosevelt. Impressive. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's the, the smartest, smartest is, though. Thomas probably Jefferson some guy smart. we've never heard of. Yeah. Or maybe like. It's probably George Washington. Yeah, someone way back in the day. You no one to know why you're wrong, though. Yeah, why? <clears throat> tell you're, me. Tell me. You're going to feel dumb when I say this. Okay. This person would win the presidency so easily. Oprah Winfrey. No, she wouldn't. Dude. Would beat the dog no. out of anybody you rolled up against. No, her. she wouldn't. Are you kidding me? She wouldn't, dude. I'm telling you, she she's wouldn't. a woman. That's so the, that helps. That's the problem. She's a minority. That helps. The, the, she's everybody loves her. I'm telling you, not everybody she, loves everybody her. Everybody knows who she is. She has the biggest name recognition ever. I'm telling you, she leans very far one way too. She, I agreed, but everybody. And loves I'm telling her. you this right now. You know who doesn't like a woman more than anybody else? Another woman. You're damn right. 
I think it'd be hard. No one that wants to see it. There is if there is nothing that pisses a woman off more than seeing another woman (laughs) succeed. It is like the ultimate, like the ultimate uh, offensive, abrasive move as a woman is for you to succeed. We're gonna delete all of this. Uh, Was it? Did you just moan out there, Dave? Dave walked out. He's left the building. <laughs> no, but I don't. I think that Oprah would win so easily. I think that she would. I, I, I would agree. I think. Well, I don't think she'd win very easily. I think that she would do very well. She would have a better chance to win than anybody you just named. I, I, other than The Rock, I think you're probably right. I don't, I don't know enough about The Rock. I'm not prepared to say. I think The Rock is. I think Oprah 20 years ago would have run away with it and hid somewhere. I think that. She has gone so far. Has she down gotten the path. so big now that people are like over it. Yes, or annoyed and like, with how big she is. And my or, mom loved Oprah forever. Your mom didn't like Oprah, and anymore? now she's not a big fan of Oprah because of politics. And so yeah. I think that she's gone so far down away that it's half the country loves yeah. her. Half and the also, I think you're right. Like 20 years ago, I mean, even though she was outrageously wealthy then, somehow she seemed a lot more relatable right. 20 years ago. Like right. when she, because she's not doing her show anymore, is she? Like when she was still doing the Oprah Winfrey, I mean, you saw her more as time people, it, she seemed more relatable. Now she seems just like some other billionaire. Do you think person. Dr. Phil could give it a go? Hell no. No? Too mean. <laughs> Bill Nye's on Actually, this list. I don't know. Maybe. Bill Nye's Donald on Donald Trump list. can be mean. He did it. How old do you think Bill Nye is, first off? 70. 61. Really? Yeah. I mean. Really? Bill Nye. Those aren't exactly highway miles on Bill Nye, then, are they? People think that. Uh, I think people, most people, think that Bill Nye is a doc, like a scientist. And you told me that he was a stand-up comedian, right? But he was a. Uh, he worked for. He's an engineer. Okay. He's. Uh, we talked about this in one of our first episodes. I think he was an engineer, and then he uh, for Boeing, I think. Okay. And then he left Boeing. To be a stand-up comedian and then somehow parlayed that into Bill Nye, science guy. I think Bill Nye could make a run. I, I, I think he could, too. I think a lot of people love Bill Nye. You don't know who I, think I could, who I think could make a run? Chuck Norris? No. Remember the guy on all those commercials? They were all the commercials. He wore the big suit with the question marks all over him <laughs> and yelled at the camera. I think that guy would have a chance. Uh, who was that guy? What did he advertise? Robert Downey Jr. is on this list. That's a weird person. I think mostly just because they think he's going to be Iron Man as president, but he's <laughs> Den- not. Denzel made this list. I, that is a good one. This is my favorite one that made the list, and it's not close. And I would vote for this guy tomorrow. Bill Murray. <laughs> How great would that be? If we would have the most fun four years dude. in American history. Dave, can you get behind this? Bill Murray for president? Yep, yeah. Dave's on board. I, think I can every, get behind that one. We have a, everyone's fun four that, years. Dude. I every, love that. He is universally loved, isn't By he? Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Christopher Walken's on here. <laughs> he looks like he could be a president. He could play a president. Tom Selleck's on here. He sells reverse mortgages. I think he'd be a good president. Fred Thompson also sold reverse mortgages and ran for president, right? I guess. He was you know who probably there. would be real good would be like Bill Belichick would probably be awesome. I don't think he could win. But if he did win, oh, he's so mean too, though. Oh, he's yeah, but so man, he can—he knows how to run something. He runs though. a tight ship. He knows he? how to run a tight ship. Yeah. He knows how to keep things going. He knows how to reload. He's—I don't know. I think that he. Could you know, be good. you know who'd get voted for before him though? Tom Brady. 
Pete Carroll. Yeah, he's got a lot more charisma, yeah. a lot better he's looking. Smooth, dude. Did you know? I think Pete Carroll is the oldest coach in the NFL. That's wild to me. He does not look like he it, looks, does he? He looks good for however old he is. How old is he? I think 70 something. Wow. Yeah. That's shocking. Okay. Bill is that Ga- how you got? Bill Gates is on here. No, hell no. Yeah. He's already got us bugged. Yeah, he's already got too much power. We don't Samuel Jackson's anymore. on here. That'd be awesome. That I'm in on that. Lots too. of F bombs <laughs> in the State of the <laughs> Union. Snakes on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, man. I think that that has got us today, and I think we drug on a little bit long as usual. So we'll let our lovers uh, <laughs> wrap this up and get on to all the loving they've got to do today. So I'm going to uh, cut us out for now. He's James Tate, and I'm Mark Oatman, and much love from West Texas.